0: there was a Maisa that there was a little uh, a shtetl, and a visitor came this time of the year <clears throat> and he's staying in either the local inn or he's staying in somebody's house and he hears the neighbor next door in the middle of the night screaming What's going to be? In the middle of Elul. How much longer? Rabbi Neshalilam. What's going to be? It's already El-o. So he's thinking to himself, wow, this guy's a tzaddik. And this is going on half the night. What's going to be? It's Elul. Rabbi Neshalilam. It's Elul. So he goes to Shul the next morning and he tells people, wow. For a little shtetl like this, you have a zat tzaddik. They say, uh, what are you talking about? He says, this guy who lives over there, his mamish a tzaddik. They say, he's a tzaddik? We didn't know that. He said, so he's probably one of the lamedv of tzaddik, and we don't even know <laughs> about it. But I hear him in the middle of the night. He's davening to the ebishter. He's crying. It's elul." And everybody says, uh, I, I, we don't think so. Nobody really knows him as a great tzaddik. He's a posher de yid, but this guy is convinced this is one of the lamid vovniks. So finally, one day he sees him. He goes over to him and says, "Rab Yid, can I have a bracha?" He says, "Why ask me for a bracha? Says, so you're a tzaddik, you ain't even the lamid of tzaddik." And he says, "What are you talking about? I'm a posher de yid. I'm an amaretz. I'm a groba prost amarets for Mir. He says, what are you talking about? I hear you at night screaming, oh, it's Elul, Muslim with Zain? He says, oh, you don't understand. He said, my house is infested with mosquitoes. I can't sleep at night. So came, it's already Elul, mosquito season is over. What are you guys doing over here? She says, shine Elul, go back to wherever you came from. I can't sleep at night. So the boy said, we're in the middle of Elul. And there are no mosquitoes to bother us, Pashtas. But we need to cry out, it's already the middle of Elul, what have we accomplished? Half the month is gone. And where are we holding? So you need to know. We say every morning, we say every morning, David Amelach is saying to the Reboyne Shaloylam, because I have a vacus with you, because you are with me, because I know that I'm connected, and dovik to Akodesh Borchu, Imtachana Imacha, Yiro Libi, of I Bilchoma Bezois, and boy Boiteach. If there's a Mulchoma Am Boiteach, that Hashem is with me. And I have nothing to worry about. But the boy say we have something to worry about. We are on the front of a major mulchama. There's a mulchama going on, and the Yetzer Hora is fighting, and we know this is the final epic battle. And the Sahara is pouring on everything he has at his disposal to destroy us. Because he knows that very soon it's going to be over. And it's his last chance. And he's pulling out all of the Tumor he can get. And we're in the midst of a melchama. And the Possig says, We're talking about the army is fighting. And the Possig says, we talking about the army is fighting. And the says, We're talking about the army is fighting. The Rabbinah Shalolim is with you. We're fighting a war. Every one of us is a Ben Chayil in the front of the Legion of Klal Yisrael, and it's the midst of the worst battle in history. The Yetzer Har is fighting with every single tool in his arsenal, but Rabbinah Shalolim is with us but he's only with us on one condition. (coughs) If the machaneh, if your camp is holy, (coughs) because if he finds, in your machaneh ervas dovor the rabbi nisha will leave. And without the rabbi n'sheloylam, we can't win famous Mysa by the Knessia Gedoyla, the times of the Chafetz Chaim. The Knessia Gedoyla was held in a tremendously large ballroom. All the Gedeulim were going to be there. And they had reserved this entire building with a tremendous auditorium, several floors, and the upper balcony would be for the ladies. With some yid and tainid, there should be an additional curtain in front of the women. Then nobody should be able to see the women. Others, tainid, don't be so frum. The mechitza is kosher v'yosher l'mahadrin mahadrin. It's a balcony. It's on the 16th floor. No one can see it. It's, it's not necessary. You don't need it. So they decided, we'll go to the Chofetz Chaim. So the Chofetz Chaim said, lemaisa it's kosher. You can daven here. You don't need anything. However, when we're dealing with Tzniyas, when we're dealing with kedusha there's one time that the Rebbein Hashem says, I'm with you no matter what. Ani Hashem and to Mosam, You do Averis, I'm not going to leave you. But there's only one time Hashem says, I will leave you. If it's Robo Ervas Erb So he says, let's put up a curtain. Because anything we can do to keep HaKadosh Borcher with us is kedai. Because if not chas v'shov So you have to know, the yeshiva is a machaneh. And we have to keep it kadosh. And when we're dealing with bochrim, there are tremendous nesyonis. One of the greatest nesyonis is the way that we speak. M'silas Yisshorim. On this pasuk, he says. Ervas dovor. He quotes a Yerushalmi. Ervas if you speak nivul pe, that is a Dover, erva that chases away the shechina. The omru ba'avoy nivlos peh b'churi Yisroel meisim chas v'sholom. The omru od kalomen nabe el piv mamikim loy gehenim. Someone speaks divrei nevola. They lower him down. They dig deeper and make gehenim deeper. Gehenim's not deep enough for him. He got to build a basement. So always in the lower level of gehenim. Because Poshet Gehenim is not deep enough for someone who speaks nivelpeh. Everyone knows why a kala goes to the Piv. If you make a comment that's not appropriate, you can have a gzardin of a healthy life and it'll turn it around you have to know rabbo when you speak nibble it's not just i said a few words what's the big deal it becomes a chaluk of who you are in the hakdoma to the yohu, they tell over a story that used to tell over And he said that he was there when they took a dibuk out of a woman. I won't go into the entire story, but a woman had a neshama that entered her body. Now a neshama is supposed to go either to Ganeiden or to Gehenna, but there are certain neshamas that they can't get to Gehenna yet. They're, not, they're so bad, they can't even get into Gehenna. And they certainly don't get into Gan Eden. So they're flying around the world, being beaten up by all sorts of mazikin. But if they enter into somebody's body, they're safe. So for whatever reason, he entered into this woman's body. So people came to see this spectacle of a dibuk. And the Dibbuk would speak. And they would be hearing a Shama speaking. Mamish and Shama speaking from inside this woman's body. And the Shama would tell them, Who are the Mazikim, the Malachim that are chasing him? And the Malach would be screaming, and the, the, the Dibbuk would be screaming, They is me, and they're gonna kill me, they're gonna attack me, they're gonna beat me up. And he's Mamish filled with pacha to go out of this body because of the danger lurking. That's going, to be, that's going to be done to him because he's leaving the protection of the body. And in the middle of all this talking, he starts saying tremendously terrible Pear. And the people couldn't understand. They said, what are you doing? Here you're screaming in pain and fear of the people that are going to torture you and beat you up for what you did wrong. And the second you stop talking about that, all this comes out of you, comes out of whatever the woman's stomach was. And he says, you need to know, I mean, this is the Neshama speaking, if in this world you didn't do tshuva, and you spoke pear and you were a shtickl novel, it doesn't go away, your Neshama becomes that same shtick shmutz. And you become a Neshama that's a shtick shmutz. So you're pursuing tumma and tiva, and you can't satisfy it. You just talk and talk and talk, but you can't satisfy your tayva. Become one shtick shmutz. So you have to know. I said this before. I said this before. the point. The Torah spoke. And it speaks about the animals Noyach took into the teva. It speaks about the animals I share a So instead of saying the animals that are tome, the Torah says the animals that are not tohor. It uses a more delicate tone of voice. It's easier to say it's not tahor than to say it's tomei. I, the Torah, says the word tomei numerous times. The Torah is making a point here in Parshas Noyach by the Mabel that a person should try to speak in a more refined manner. Shaila is, why does the Torah make that point in Parshas Noyach? Why don't you make that point, let's say, right over here, Parshas Kiseitse? Why don't you make that point in Parshas Shemini when you're talking about animals that are Tome? I once saw a vort. That people might say, this is the dir Hamabul. This is the dir of the most corrupt, immoral world that existed. The animals were mizaned, the entire world was total destruction. The, to- the world was one shtick immorality. So who cares if you speak a little bit inappropriately? Look at the world. The world is one big cesspool. Who cares if I said a dirty word? And the Torah is telling you no. If you're a Yid, you're a Ben-Torah, the world can be as immoral and fashtunken as it is. And you can look at the outside world and say, I'm a tzaddik compared to everybody else. So what's the difference the way I speak? The Torah says, "No, you are a yid. You are a kadosh, and we never, ever compromise our values. So you got to be careful. You want to dive into Hashem. Make sure that that mouth is not a cesspool. Make sure the mouth you're using to talk to Hashem is not used for tumah." i told you many times, mm-hmm. I once had this schuss to fly United Airlines, as opposed to Spirit. And I'm waiting online line to check in my luggage, and when it was my turn, they said, next. I went up to the counter, and they're laughing, trying to figure out why they're laughing. I check my hat. It's not on backwards. So I said, what's so funny? So they said to me, because we said next. We're not supposed to say next. OK, they take care of my ticket. They take care of my luggage. I'm on my way to the gate. I turn around. I go back to the gate, to the, to the desk. I say, can I, can I ask you a question? What's so terrible about saying next? So they say to me, if we say next, We sound like a Burger King, a fast food place. We are the friendly skies of United. We have to say, can I help you, sir? One wrong word can destroy the image of a world-class airline. And I'm sure they did a lot of research to come up with that to teach their employees. One word can destroy us. And Rabbi say, one word can destroy you as well. One word will change who you are from being an Erlich of Ben-Tayra to losing kedusha and Chas V'sholem HaKadosh Baruch Hu leaving us. And we have another problem today. Today the Yetzirah introduced us Come out to the fiftieth level of tuma, and you can carry that tuma in your pocket, and you can go to the bathroom and hide, and look at all the tuma in the world. It's at your fingertips, and you can hide it in your pocket, and nobody knows about it. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows about it. And I've seen bochrim who were learning stop learning and stop growing and stop shtayging and stop being happy because they were addicted to their smartphones. Whether it's in yeshiva or at home, it destroys you. I have seen marriages destroyed, people destroyed, bochrim destroyed. Eitzhahur is throwing all of his artillery. If you have a smartphone, you're not a Talmud. You can't learn, you can't steigu, you can't grow. It is the greatest impediment to the Kedusha of the yeshiva, to the growth of a bocher, and to your future. I want to tell you a Mayur Dika is a Yid Reb Zayid <coughs> works in Kiruv he was asked it's in Eretz Yisrael he was asked to host the Shabbos for 36 <coughs> single girls the youngest of them was 30 and he was supposed to give them chizuk they're little tzabrochen they're lonely Not, they all came from relatively modern Religious homes, and he was supposed to give them an uplifting Shabbos. He tells us that he's a chosid Rab Dovid, Abu Chatera. So he went to Rab before the Shabbos, and he said, "What should I tell these girls?" And he tells them, "Tell them to give you your give you their cell phones, their smartphones." And he wants to argue, he says, what are you talking about? These are modern girls. They can't live without it. Some of them need it for their business. Some of them need it just to get along. They have nothing else. What, what, how can I tell them that? But the line is moving. He doesn't have a chance. And the next thing he knows, he's out in the street. If his rebbe told him, he's got to do it. Shabbos goes by. He's afraid to talk about it. He doesn't want to ruin the Shabbos. He's going to tell him something so bizarre... He's not going to do it. Shabbos is over. He has no choice. His Rebbe told him he has to do it. He has to do it. So he says to them, after Shabbos, we're going to have a special assembly. It's going to be very exciting. The girls are clapping. They sit down. They have chips and salsa, a little popcorn. And he has to break the news. He says to them, before. This Shabbos, I spoke to Reb Abu and he told me that you should give in your smartphones. So I am about to go to his house, and I'm going to write a list of every girl who gives me their phone, and he is going to give you a bracha. It was quiet for five minutes. Nobody moved. Finally, one girl got up and gave him his phone, her phone. He took out a piece of paper. He wrote her name and her mother's name on a piece of paper. A few minutes later, a few more girls gave the phone. After an hour, 35 girls gave in their phones. He, said, he put them in a bag. He said, I'm going now to Reb David, Abu Chatzera, and he's going to give all of you a brach gets into his car. He sees a girl running after his car. He pulls over. She says, I want to give you my phone. It took me a long time to say goodbye, but here's my phone. He writes her name down. He's got 36 phones. He goes into Abdullah Abu Hatseir. He gives him a bag. He says, Every girl gave me the phone. So Abdullah Abu says, it is now Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Today is Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. By the 15th day of Av, every one of them will be a kala. He says, "Rebbe, these girls are over 30. And you're telling me that in six weeks they'll all be a kala? So he said, listen, every one of those girls just bought a carbon oiler to HaKadosh Baruch they mamish gave a piece of themselves to Hakadosh Baruch That's mesiras nefesh. That's a Korban. And I guarantee you, by Tuba of, they will all be engaged. And that's exactly what happened. By Tuba of, the last of the girls was a kala. Every one of them, over thirty, they were Moser nefesh, and they were zaychet eternal happiness. What is Misiras nefesh? The word nefesh means your ritzoinis. If it's your rotten, if it's your desire, give to Hakadosh Baruch a little bit of your rotsin, and that's Misiras nefesh. Be mekabel on yourself, less nibble peh, no nibble peh, no goyish music. Make the first move and give a kaddish a piece of your Rotsin, and that is a carbon oila. It's a small move. Getting in today's parsha, we have the inyan of Ben Saira Umayra. What did he do? He went off the right derech a little bit. He's drinking a lot of wine and eating a lot of meat. He veered off course a little bit. And you know what happens? He gets killed. the toivez Maruba 500 times. If going a little bit off is going him such a terrible punishment, can you imagine what you get if you go in the right direction a little bit? 500 times more than that. Do you know what kind of a bracha that means? This is the gift of Elul. Take a few steps in the right direction. Pizchuli pesa machan. Open up a little bit. Open your heart. Make a kabbalah a little bit to be better. Kodesh will turn that into a gigantic move. I'll answer your tfilis. We'll bring you great things. We'll give you a year of bracha and atzalacha. We'll make the first move. Give up a piece of yourself, whether it's a taiva, a yitzchor hara. Whatever it is, we all know what we need. We all know who we are. We all know what our nesiyonis are. But let's make the yeshiva a and kaddosh, a and make every one of yourselves a Kadosh. And then you'll be Zoicha to be part of HaKaddosh Baruch Hu's legion of great Kadoshim who are led against the Melchama of the Yetzer Hora And when the Yetzer Hara is finally destroyed in this final battle, we'll be Zoicha very soon to Mashiach Tzit Kainub and